everybody, and welcome back to the God Sisters podcast. I'm Arielle. And I'm Hunter. And we are God Sisters. Yes. We are so excited, as I say every single week, because we're excited <laughs> every single week for this new episode. Woo! I mean, it can't get no better than this. <laughs> so today, we're going to be discussing Jesus being the way the truth, and the life, Yes, but from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. Jesus is always the way, the truth, and the life, so we're not going to take away from that. We're just going to add on a little bit more spice because we believe the Lord gave us a revelation on how he wants us to live as Christians, how we can make sure that we're always fulfilling God's promises for our lives or his will, should I say, for our lives and just making sure that we're truly walking after Christ since he is the way, the Mm -hmm. truth, and the life. All right, Hunter. So what do you say we do first? I say we first talk about these workbooks, which mm. they have been juicy gem, gem droppers. And I need you to go out and cop it. And we say cop this it. every week. Cop it. Cop it. But it's cop not it. too late. Even if this is the first week that you're listening yeah. and you're doing it in reverse for whatever reason, that's cool too. <laughs> Go out and get your workbook because they have all of the reflection. They got activities. And if your girlfriend is looking at your um, copy of their workbook, tell them to go get their own um, <laughs> at our website because we need them to have their own reflection time yeah. with Jesus and not just be looking at your reflection time with Period. Jesus. And we would love to know like how you all are utilizing these workbooks uh-huh. are you doing them in small groups or are you all just like kind of doing by themselves Ari has her out and it's colorful with her little yes! crossword puzzle yes! oh it's not crossword word search word search Woo! I was thirsty with all my little markers okay uh-huh. yes I had to give y'all the word bank we had to go ahead and send out that email for some of you that already bought it because I found I call myself trying to make it challenging yeah I told her that that was gonna be hard and it, I didn't put the word bank and I was <laughs> like wait I tried to do it myself wait this is not fair I have to give them the the answers so I had a good time doing my word search um but yes guys make sure you get that workbook so many people have already purchased it and we're just so excited and we're just literally praising God that we're able to impact women through something that we created like Mm -hmm. no one else created this we created the God Sisters podcast workbook from the design to the content to the Mm -hmm. every single detail we put in thought we put in prayer we fasted that God may move on the behalf of God Sisters and and you know just being able to establish a true and right relationship with you guys so that's our heart's posture. That's truly what our goal is and nothing else. Like we always say, the money that we receive, we want to be able to put it back into the Absolutely. ministry so we can start doing the things that we want to do going hardcore in ministry. Okay, the devil's not ready for us. Period. He's not ready for us. Okay. Period. Because when we pop out, we popping out. Mm, Period. Praise when God name. launch us out that cannon. Praise coming. His name. It ain't no stopping us. Praise his name. Okay? Yes. So, with that being said, link in our bio. Now, on to this word. Hunter, what you got for us today, girl? So, we are reading about... <laughs> <laughs> that G was so extra. Right. Guh. <laughs> Guh. <laughs> We're reading Guh about <laughs> Jesus being the way, the truth, and the life. 
Because mm-hmm. no man comes to the him but by or no man comes to the <laughs> Alright, we just gonna cut that. <laughs> no, we keep it. We keep it. No, no, no man, man comes, comes to the uh, father but by him. Period. Period. Pooh. Alright, so let's get it with the reading. Um, all right, bust out that John 14. 14. Okay, I got the John 14 for you. 14. All right, all right, I can do that. John 14. Okay. So, John 14, 1, verse 1 through 27. Mm-hmm. It says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again Mm -hmm. and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may also be. And where I go, you know, and the way, you know. (laughs) Come on, Jesus. I'm sorry I just said that. (laughs) Yes. And the way, you know. Mm -mm. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going, and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. Mm -hmm. Jesus said to him, how have I... Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the father. So how can you say, show us the father? Mm. Do you not believe that I am in the father and the father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the father who dwells in me does the work. Believe me that I am in the father and the father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also in greater works than these will he do because I go to the father and whatever you ask in my name that I will do and the father may be glorified in the son if you ask anything in my name I will do it if you love me keep my commandments and I will pray the father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you and I will not leave you orphans I will come to you a little while longer and the world will see me no more but you you will see me because I live you will also live at that day you will know that I am in my father and you and me and I in you he who has my commandments and keeps them it is he who loves me and he who loves me will be loved by my father and I will love him and manifest myself to him Judas said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered and said to him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words and the word which you hear is not mine, but the father's who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the father will send in my name, 
He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Amen. Woo! That was a word. Word, 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 word. Okay, so let's run it back because we always want to make sure we set the scene. So what was happening here? Mm. Well, first of all, if you go back to John 13, the chapter right before this, you will see that this is the feast of the Passover. So this is so imagine the Last Supper because that's what's happening. Um, if you all haven't seen the Last Supper, there's generally a painting that floats around of Jesus with a whole bunch of men at the long table and they're looking confused and stuff like that. <laughs> So right before then, um, Jesus had just washed the feet of his disciples Mm -hmm. before the Passover feast. So Jesus was talking to Peter during this time and was explaining to him the significance of the foot washing. Now, I don't know if everyone's church does this, but some church uh, does this right before Easter on like that Friday or that good Friday. They'll have a foot washing where... um, somebody will wash your feet at the church or you'll, and you'll practice washing another feet. And that's very significant even to today's time and the reason why Jesus did it himself. Um, Jesus washed the feet of his disciples to show his loneliness and humbleness of serving those who he even calls to himself. So in verse 16, he says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. Neither is he that is sent greater than he that sent him. If you know these things, happy are ye if you do them. Um, So he was just really elaborating on how no one is greater than the other and how we should also serve one another. And this really ties into Jesus even being the way, the truth and the life, because how do we expect to follow Jesus and we do nothing like he does? And his whole character and being was about humbleness, even in his meekness and even in his last of last moments of being with his disciples, he was still a servant. And that's the biggest thing. Like we always talk about being like Jesus. We talk about being more Christ-like, but none of us want to serve. None of us want to go the route of, of servanthood and humbling ourselves before our brothers and sisters and those who who even knows is going to betray him because he washed the feet of, of Judas Iscariot, the one who betrayed him and the one who the devil entered to betray him at that time. And he washed even his feet. So it's very important that we are even pursuing the character of Jesus. And we're going to get into that, you know, even in a later podcast, we're talking about what it looks like to be more like Jesus and invite the fruits of the spirit on the inside of you. But even just having that mentality towards being more like Christ. These are the things that he did. And it's all about service. It's not about being at the front. It's not about standing in the pulpit. It's not about being the one pointing the finger. It's the one standing in the back. It's the one that is making sure everyone is walking ahead and everyone, no one is left behind. And, And being that person to lead and guide the flock, even when there's no one around. And Jesus was really showing that about himself here. So as this took place, Peter began to say to to Jesus, Lord, are you washing my feet? Now, I'm going to skip down in some verses. But basically, Jesus said to him, what I am doing, you do not understand now. But you will know after this. 
And so verse eight, Peter went and said to him, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus then answered, if I do not wash you, you have no part in me. And then down in verse 10, Jesus said to him, he who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not all of you. <laughs> right. I'm talking about Judas, old rank stuff, <laughs> rock yourself. <laughs> Why Jesus be going in like this? Not all of y'all. Huh? <laughs> y'all say, but not all of y'all. Y'all say, but not all of y'all. And then verse 11, he was like, he, he said it again. Like, you got the nerve to say it again. He said, <laughs> you are not all clean. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just make it clear. <laughs> you ain't all say. So, yes, everything that Hunter was saying, basically, Jesus just being the epitome of who he says we need to be and just mm-hmm. showing us what that character that character those characteristics look like just showing us who God needs us to be on earth and that's a servant that's being humble and so the reason why we feel it's important to read this backstory is because Jesus always does a miracle or something always happen or he's about to do something during the the part where he begins to say, I am blank. And so when Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, this was right after he did some foot washing. And so it's like, you're God, but you just wash feet. Mm-hmm. And so what does that say to us? There's a level of humility that even Jesus, him taking on the, the flesh of man, but being God, even himself, he had to humble because he was in the flesh, right? Mm-hmm. And because God is a spirit, he humbled himself to God in that way. And that's what's so cool about God and so cool about um, about the way that he establishes things is that it's so complex and it's so much bigger than we could even truly comprehend. Mm -hmm. And that's why the Bible says my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than yours and you will never truly get it. And that's why the Bible says we know in part and we prophesy in part. There is no one on this earth that knows God 100% because we only know parts of him. But the Mm -hmm. parts of him that I do know, okay, I'd be mind blown. (laughs) Period. I do. I really do. But I just love how... Jesus sets the scene for us. He gives us an example of how we need to be. Not only does he tell us, but he also walks it out. How many people do you know that preaches a word and also walks it out? You see them be this example, not only in public, but in their private lives. They're winning their private battles. They're serving in privacy. They don't boast out into into the crowds to tell everybody who they are. When Jesus did miracles, he would say, do not tell anyone for it is not my time. He understood what people would do when you have power. He understood that power creates influence and with influence sometimes creates pride, right? Mm -hmm. And with that pride, God hates. It's two things God hates. A proud look and a lying tongue. God hates pridefulness. So the fact that we're able to see Jesus, who is the leader of life, who is the king of kings, the 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 sovereign Lord over the entire world and the universe. The fact that we see him humble himself mm-hmm. is just so significant to him saying, I'm the way, the truth and the life. And no one comes to the father except through me. And not only do they not come to the father except through me because I'm the way and I'm the life yeah. and I'm the truth, but I'm the way, 
not because I will only lead you there, but I'm the way because I'm the way of life. Mm-hmm. I'm this is the way that you need to live. Right. Not only I'm the I'm the life that puts the light in you and that puts life in you, but I'm also the lifestyle. Like, come on, let's get into this. Like Jesus is the life. He is the way because he's the way that we need to be living. Yeah. He's the only way. So yes, he's the only way that we get to the Father, but he's the only way that we need to be living. Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about feet washing, it's a service unto God that we do to our brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm -hmm. We show this type of love to the people around us so that we're able to appropriately display God's love for them and God's love for us. And so a good scripture that we want to mention is our foundational scripture, which is Philippians 2.3. We typically stop there with the 2.3, but we're going to go ahead and read Philippians 2.3 and 5. It says, Fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And that's the whole message that we have today. Let the mind of Christ that was once that that is in him, let the mind of Christ that is in him be also in us. For me, for Hunter, all of us, we all have a part to play. We all have work to do. None of us are perfect. None of us are a hundred percent holy, a hundred percent pure, a holy, a hundred percent righteous. Mm-hmm. We we all have a part to play and we all have some work to do. So we wanted to just bring this to you guys to just give you a little bit more outside of, you know, the, the typical when you typically hear someone say Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. And just knowing that he's the only God, he's sovereign. There is no God over him. There's no one Lord over him, that he is the king and ki- king of kings, Lord of lords. According to John 1, it says that in the beginning was the word the word was with God the word was God and eventually it begins to say how the word became flesh and it dwelt among us and it begins to say he with a capital H so we know that the word was Jesus and the word is God and if the word is God then Jesus is God and it all ties in so beautifully but we want to make sure not only do we share that message but we share the heart of Jesus Mm -hmm. and the heart of Jesus is to be a servant the heart of Jesus is to be humble and a die to your flesh and sacrifice yourself for other people because that's exactly who he was that's exactly the lifestyle that he lived I also want to bring up like at the end of that so after he washed the feet he did a sop or what we would call a bread and he gave it to Judas Iscariot and he told them like whoever he dips it to that's the person who will betray him after he was talking about who would betray him mm-hmm. and so everybody was still confused I guess like that's generally what the scene is on the picture the last supper them looking around like who me Jesus is it me Jesus like am I gonna forsake you and he was like I just got finished telling you that this person would betray me when I dip the bread and I'll give it to them anyway I love how in verse 31 after he sends Judas on his way to go betray him he begins to explain to his disciples about where he is going so this is the build-up to him saying I am the way the truth and the life so I'm going to read verse 31 down we're just giving y'all all bible today okay <laughs> so John 13 31 it says therefore when he was gone out Jesus said now is the son of man glorified and God is glorified in him 
if God be glorified in him, God shall also glorify him in himself and shall straightway glorify him. Little children, yet a little while I am with you. Ye shall seek me. And as I said unto the Jews, whether I go, you can't come. So now I say to you, a new commandment I give to you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples, if you have loved one another. Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered him, whether I go, thou cannot come with me. You can't follow me, but you can come with me after. Peter said unto him, Lord, why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for thy sake. Jesus answered him, will you lay down your life for my sake? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, the cock shall not crow till thou hast denied me thrice. So he was like, you're going to deny me three times before before the cock crows. Like you say, you're going to lay down your life for me, but will you really? And I really love how he breaks this down. Number one, because he says it to his disciples after Judas has gone on about his business to betray him. But he also just gave an explanation even deeper about the foot washing of saying that I command you to love one another as I have loved you. And even in his demonstration of the foot washing, he's showing how he loves us in all of his humbleness of laying down his life. And the even the idea of someone comparing themselves to Jesus and saying, I will lay down my life for your sake. And even though the Bible says that a friend, a good friend lays down his life for his brother, even shows here like how just how difficult that is we would like to think that oh i'm about it jesus i'm gonna be just like you and i'm gonna lay down my life for my brother and sister and i'm gonna scratch their back and they gonna scratch mine like what jesus went through was traumatic like what jesus went through was the hardest thing that any human any person on this earth would ever have to endure just not even a crucifixion but the idea that i'm laying down my life for people who won't even accept me laying down my life for people who in the future are going to choose all of these other guys they're going to choose sage they're going to choose um witchcraft they're going to choose buddha and muhammad and all of these people who aren't real and all of these people who are not alive and I am the only way, the truth and the life. I'm laying down my life for these people who are not going to even accept me in the future. Wait a second. Why did I never think of it like that? Like he's literally the life, like the life that God chose to lay down. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's deep. Whoa, I'm dead. I'm (laughs) Drop the mic. We done. We out. (laughs) It's It's so amazing. Like how much God loves us and he loves you anyway. You may not accept him and he loves you anyway. He wants you to come to him anyway in all of your foolishness. He said, come as you are, but I guarantee you when I stand as you are when you come to Christ because he commands change. It's like a job opportunity that you receive. And you're like, I am so underqualified for this position, but I'm going to go in here and I'm going to take this job. They're paying nice. I'm going to go in here and I feel like an imposter, but it's cool. We all have that sometimes like an imposter syndrome when we go into a new job. But you learn how to be that person. You learn the responsibilities and roles and the things expected of you. And just as you come into Christ, you may not know all the things of Christ, but I guarantee you as you read this word, as you invite the Holy Spirit into your life, as you accumulate the fruits of the Spirit, and as you love one another and practice your humbleness, humility, and servanthood, you will begin to look more like Christ. Mm -hmm. And you cannot say that you have an excuse not to look like Christ. And you know what you'd be like in the ass? Like, what would Jesus do? He would watch the feet of his brother and sister he will wash mm-hmm. the feet of the one who was going to betray him anyway yeah he will turn the other cheek and he will 
still preach in the gospel and come back, resurrect, come back and still be preaching the gospel because that's what Jesus did. For 40 days, he was still on earth. After he resurrected, he was still on earth preaching, teaching, doing healing, doing miracles after he resurrected from the dead to bring people unto him. So if you want to know how Jesus looks, you want to know what Jesus would do. You want to know how to obtain Jesus. Number one, accept him. But you have got to look like him. Mm-hmm. If he is the way, the truth and the life, he is the way, the truth and the life that we should be living right now on this earth. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful part is, is that he will put his spirit in you and help you to do the work and mm-hmm. give you the strength. And it won't be all of you trying to do this work and Amen. laboring, like Hunter said in our um, one of our latest podcasts, laboring your way into the kingdom. There is no laboring your way. You accept him, you belong to him, and then you become like him. Yes. That's it. That's all. And one thing that I think is really interesting is how society portrays Christianity. And how a lot of quote unquote Christians portray Christianity because they make it seem like it's something that's so easy and so simple. And if Mm -hmm. I could just be honest, Christianity is the most complex thing that I could ever wrap my mind around. I'll say Mm -hmm. God, God with himself. I won't even say Christianity because sometimes that gets religious. I'm talking about God himself is the most difficult thing for me to wrap my mind around. But his grace is so that in itself is 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 hard to understand because mm-hmm. it's so complex and it's like why would you love me despite of all of, all of that I've done I don't deserve yeah. that that makes zero sense because when I do things to people they don't forgive me God why are you like this and right. it's like no I'm not like people and I call you to not be like the world and not to conform to the world and that's why I'm confused about the way that a lot of people live who say that they are Christians because they conform to the world, but yet say, what would Jesus do? But yet say yeah. that they're representative representatives of Christ, but yet they're not willing to lay their lives down. Nope. They're more concerned with the dollar that they're getting in their pocket, or they're more concerned with their image, or they're more concerned with being um, the person that people go to for advice when really, or, or the cool person. You want to be the person that people come to for advice because you want to be known is the cool pastor but the truth of the matter is Jesus was not concerned about any of that and we need real representatives on this earth who will show up the way that Christ showed up and it doesn't mean that they're going to be a hundred percent like Christ Mm because we all sin and we all fall short of the glory but just to let it be known that being like Christ is not easy Mm -mm. that takes Holy Spirit that's a spiritual thing that is a spiritual transaction that must take place Mm -hmm. and that's a spiritual process that begins to happen God does a good work in us and it's like it's not easy to serve people Mm -hmm. some people just naturally have that gift I'll say it's easy for them but for everyone it's not easy to Mm -hmm. serve it's not easy to lay down your life and and put your sacrifice you know and sacrifice things that you want to do it's like having kids it's like you have to sacrifice your whole entire life the things that you desire you want to paint your nails but yet your baby's crying or you're hungry but yet you gotta go take care of your kids and get them ready for school or or you're hungry but you gotta feed everybody at the table first there's so many things to servanthood that most of us including myself have not totally grasped yet that it is a complete lifestyle Mm -hmm. it is a complete lifestyle and Jesus being perfect and being holy was the epitome of a true servant yes 
And he is the way and he is the truth and he is the life. And that is how we need to live. And he is who we need to follow. This society will tell us the complete opposite of the things that Jesus just spoke to us. They will tell us the complete opposite about servanthood, about loving people. People are so selfish. They're so they're so concerned with themselves and they and they care more about what they're going to gain rather than what other people are going to lose. They don't care about the next person person they care about what they're gaining yeah what's going to impact them what's going to help them you know and it's not about others and so we just want to come to you guys and give you this word because it's it's vital it's something that we all need to take hold of including us we all can grow in many different areas um and yeah that's it and that's all i mean i don't know if that was too much. I don't know if it, you know, was a a little bit difficult for some of you to understand maybe the way that, you know, we had a lot of scriptures and things, but just go over this podcast and re-listen to the parts that you have to re-listen to, write it down, pray about it. Like, Lord, what areas in my heart, you know, am I selfish? Are, Are there areas in my heart where I'm not willing to serve my brothers and my sisters or am I not willing to lay down my life for other people? Do I not love people like Christ? Cause I can tell y'all right now, I don't love people like Christ loves us. I don't, I'm gonna just be honest. Like I don't a hundred percent love y'all the way that Christ loves y'all because I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm a human and, and I'm flawed and I have things that I could work on within myself mm-hmm. that, and that's why the Bible says that God will do a good work in us, that he will perfect us until the day of Christ Jesus, because it's, it's the perfection taking place. It's happening. It's a process. It's not going to happen overnight. So I'm sorry. I don't love y'all like Christ love y'all, but I'm working on it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's never going to be a hundred percent there. It's just, it's never will. But the goal is that I'm striving, but Mm -hmm. I'm striving to become like that. Mm -hmm. I'm striving in the areas where I'm weak. God is strong in the areas where I lack. God will fill me up. And so, yeah, that don't mean I don't love y'all that don't mean I'm not a people's person but it doesn't mean that I'm always going to make the same decisions that Christ would have made it means that you know I have work to do we all have work to do Jesus is the way that I'm trying to follow Jesus is my truth and I need Jesus to be the life within me just like we all do and so that's the word that we want to give you guys full out transparent full out vulnerable full out truth you know and if, if if things don't align with this it ain't biblical. Yeah. If it don't align with this word of God that we just read, it's not b- biblical. That's it. And that's all. So the challenge that we have for this week is to serve. Mm. And that could be however the Lord leads you. Of course, you know the difference between the Lord leading you, hopefully, we pray right now for discernment in the name of Jesus, <laughs> for you serving someone and versus serving yourself for self-seeking things. So don't go around telling people, oh yeah, I got, I just want to serve. I just bought this person groceries or whatever. Don't tell anybody about what you did to serve. Just do it in your own time and you acknowledge the Lord as you do it. Do not tell anyone about how you served this week, but we definitely want you to serve someone. Amen. 
Amen. And if you feel it on your heart, share the, with them the gospel. Share with them the God Sisters podcast. Tell them about what you learned. Tell them about, um, give them a word of encouragement. Give them a word of, of wisdom uh, from the Lord and pray before you do that because everyone is not meant to release something out of their mouth. Yes, definitely. So if you guys, like we said, haven't already, get those workbooks and tag us and what, you know, we want to see your progress in this workbook, what your reflections are, what you learn from this po- from this podcast, what has God shown you through the words that we've spoken through the from the text that we've read. We want to know. We want to make sure that we're all in this together, that you guys are interacting and that we're hearing from you. All right. So let's pray out. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for this word. Thank you for the podcast, Lord. Thank you for this ministry. We ask that you cover, protect it, and propel it forward in, in how you see fit to give this word to other women that need it, Lord Jesus. We pray that in all things that you use us, we pray that you just protect our hearts, protect the word that has gone inside of us so that we may water it, cultivate it, and use it as you see fit, God. We pray right now for our level of service. We pray that you give us a hunger and desire to be more like you, learn more about like you, learn like you, Father God, and to just be engulfed in your presence, Lord. We love you. We thank you. We lift you up. We thank you for each and every person under the sound of my voice, and we ask that you give them a life and a a love for you like no other in jesus name in jesus name amen Amen. all right until next time next time on the gsp